This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. and flunkies happy holidays yes we are live well not live but brand new episode today christmas eve if you're listening when it drops welcome to the christmas eve episode of the nwa saturday special i am scott criscolo along with the doctor dr g george Bellino. merry christmas to you yes last year christmas day was on the saturday as was New Year's Day, and we ended up taking those two Saturdays off, and we did, I think we I think we did throwback episodes, but yes, we are here. We were originally going to take these next two weeks off of the holidays. We may still take next week off, uh, New Year's Eve, and let everybody party and have fun. Uh, the reason we didn't take this one off is because, well, uh, a lot happened on these two episodes of NWA USA and uh, how we're this past week, but also we had a big announcement, Doctor, if you saw. Uh, big announcement yesterday that dropped the NWA's next pay-per-view, where and when. Yes, that announcement dropped both on Facebook and on NWA's Twitter yesterday. So we'll make that announcement and We're talk about that. Something different. Yes, and we will uh, – it is in a different place. Still not near us. kind of sucks. But we will talk about it uh, in a little bit, Doctor. But the reason, like I said, we I dragged the Doctor out of vacation <laughs> to uh, do an episode is because, again, uh, this past week's uh, NWA USA and Power um, actually had a lot going on. Of course, the Champions Series continues. Uh, we had quarterfinal conclusion Saturday. And a semifinal beginning on Tuesday. So these, this was actually a pretty big week. I have a feeling we might be able to skip, not skip the shows, but I have a feeling we can take next week off. I know for a fact that later today on the Christmas Eve episode of NWA USA, they're having a Christmas party. So, um, but I believe this coming Tuesday, the 27th, is a super power. So maybe, Doctor, we could do a little hit and run next saturday a little quickie maybe a 10 10 minute banger just to say happy new year and talk some shit you know why not think about that why not we'll see all right so let's dive in so as mentioned uh let's go to last saturday's episode the 17th of nwa usa from uh from nashville joe galley and velvet sky there thank you thank you i want a special thank you to my good friend josh lopez for helping me with the notes throughout the year you could please follow him on twitter at the hoots podcast it's a pretty good pod they talk a lot of wrestling and stuff it's fun so 
two teams have already advanced to the semifinals, Team Great and Team Tyrus. Two more will advance today after this episode. Uh, again, we've got Team Pretty, which is captained by one half of the women's tag team champions, Kenzie Page of Pretty Empowered. Her team is Trevor Murdoch, Rhett Titus, Luke Hawks, La Rosa Negra, Ella Envy, her tag team partner, and Aaron Stevens. Team Rock and Roll, captained by the junior heavyweight champion, Kerry Morton. The team is Dak Draper, Mims, Alex Taylor, Taya Valkyrie, Genocide, and, of course, Papa Ricky Morton. Team Rebellion, captained by one half of the World Tag Team Champions, uh, Mecha Wolf 450. The rest of the team, Jack Stane, Colby Carino, Joe Alonzo, Max the Impaler, Ashley Damblois, Damboys, and the other half of the Tag Team Champions, Bestia Ciesa. And then finally, Team Gold, captained by the World Television Champion, Jordan Clearwater. His team is Chris Adonis, AJ Kazana, Mercurio, Natalia Markova, Roxy, and Anthony Andrews. So two of those teams will move on to the semifinals, and two of those teams are out. So the first match, uh, Taya Valkyrie for Team Rock and Roll against Team uh, against La Rosa Negra from Team Pretty. All right, uh, this was very weird. I don't know if this was a shoot or a work, but I have to be honest, this actually is kind of cool because these aren't the kind of things we usually get out of Billy. So... I'm going to give you the whole match because it's not a lot. So Negra taunts Valkyrie after the bell rings. Valkyrie kicks Negra in the ass. Then Valkyrie with a ripcord form. Valkyrie slaps Negra in the chest. Valkyrie reverses out of the Irish whip. From Negra, Valkyrie lunges over Negra. Uh, Negra sends Valkyrie to the ropes. Valkyrie with a deep arm drag. Then a running elbow smash following a snapmare takeover. Valkyrie drop kicks the back of Negra for a one count and a standing switch exchange. Negra. Um, with a waist lock takedown, Negra applies the omoplata. We have a roll-up exchange, and Valkyrie with a mid-kick. Valkyrie pulls Negra down to the mat. Then Valkyrie delivers a double foot stomp during the course of this match. And I think it happened right as, for some reason, out of the blue, right as the move was happening, it looked like Taya Valkyrie was going to do like a double stomp into Negra's midsection. The tape stopped, or the video stopped. And then text went on the screen. Text said, during the course of this match, Negra suffered serious internal injury at the hands of Valkyrie, causing officials to suspend the match. Uh, unfortunately, Valkyrie would choose to ignore officials and uh, assault a prone Negra. Uh, as a result, Team Pretty received three points for a disqualification, and Tim Storm has suspended Valkyrie for the rest of the year, which is pretty much a week. Um, <laughs> Ooh. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know if this is a... I don't know if this is a... Uh, uh, a shoot? A work? I don't know. Um... But it's very weird. What are your thoughts on this? I don't know. You know, you just never know what Billy, what he's trying to do here. I, I don't know. I, 
I'm not sure if it's if it's a shoot or a work. I don't know if La La Rosa Negra really got hurt. I don't know. It's very interesting. Yeah, that's. But for them to put it on like after the fact, because this was recorded, so either she got hurt, you know, wrestling yeah. on the independence. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, she might have, and but I'm surprised they even did the match at all. Um, very weird. I'm surprised they did the match at all. I thought they would just skip it, but anyway, maybe they maybe because Billy wanted to do some kind of dramatic thing, which gotta be honest, I'm not I'm not against. I thought that was kind of neat. If it was the fact that they kind of kayfabed it by saying that Taya Valkyrie didn't stop beating her up, so that's pretty interesting. Yeah, so, so probably uh, mm-hmm. a work, but. So three points for Team Pretty. Uh, there was a cleaning, disinfecting intermission during this broadcast. Interesting. Uh, doctor, allow me, allow me this week. Uh, if you'd like, if you'd like uh, a wonderful, uh, your own version of the 10 pounds of gold, the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship, feel free to go to www. If you have a Texas Instruments or a Tandy, this would work great. Dot Fandu with a U, belts.com slash NWA. And you can get your own uh, 10 pounds of gold or 12, I guess. Now, Billy apparently has or uh, has given Tyrus two extra pounds. I think uh, Tyrus has plenty of pounds. But anyway, <laughs> next match. Next match. Mercurio for Team Gold. Joe Alonzo for Team Rebellion. Uh, Mercurio needs to pull up his pants. Uh, he's not I mean, he's not in awful shape, but he's got a little bit of a gut and his fucking uh, tights go down over his ass. So you can see his crack. So it's it, he needs to like fix his shit. Um, Curio, uh, about halfway through the match, we'll pick up here. It wasn't bad. I mean, it was a good match. I mean, I like Joe Alonzo. He's a good worker. The wrestling is not bad in the NWA. No. It's no, just. Work it's the what? what what's the, the word? The, the lack of storylines. Yes. But I told you. This is a storyline. The Champions series is a storyline. Yeah. Which means it branches off into other storylines. Sure. The fact Jax Dane has a, a, a representative, that's a storyline. The fact that the asshole wrestles with a fucking fur vest on, that's a storyline. Anyway, uh, Mercurio unloads three knife-edge chops, then a butterfly suplex for two. He hits a couple of knee drops, then transitions into a ground-and-pound attack. Him and Alonzo go back and forth trading shots. Mercurio goes for a belly-to-back suplex, but Alonzo lands back on his feet. Alonzo with some forearm smashes. Mercurio ducks a clothesline, then chops the midsection, turns an exploder suplex into a cutter. Uh, Mercurio is not capitalizing on the pinning opportunity. He goes for a double springboard moonsault, but Alonzo ducks out of the way. Alonzo super kicks Mercurio, then hits the springboard cutter. Mercurio wisely heads to the ring apron. Mercurio slams Alonzo's head on the top rope, connects with the unprettier, and picks up the win. So a win for Mercurio and Team Gold. Team Gold. Get the Team five. Gold, baby. Next match. This is the big one. This is the final match between Team Rock and Roll and Team Pretty. Genocide takes on Ella Envy. The winner, the winning team moves on. Uh, of course, my girl Genocide should fold up Ella Envy and toss her. But Ella Envy is a scrappy little chicky and can uh, get some uh, movement in when need be. Uh, Envy wraps the right shoulder of Genocide around the ring post. Envy then resets the ref's 10 count. She continues to use the ring post as a weapon, then hyperextends the left shoulder. 
Uh, she sends Genocide crashing into the steel ring steps, poses for the crowd, then toys around with her, slams the right hand of Genocide on the ring stairs, hooks the outside leg for two, repeatedly kicks Genocide in the back. Then the two trade back and forth shots. Envy stops on the right shoulder, then applies a rear chin lock. Envy punches Genocide in the back, then Genocide with a vertical suplex. Uh, she delivers her combination in offense, then hits a spinning roundhouse kick. Genocide then applies the Indian death lock. I love when she does that. She wants to be a Triple H fan. Envy grabs the bottom rope, which forces the break. Then Envy with a running shoulder block. Genocide comes back with a spinning heel kick, then follows that with a slingshot elbow drop for two. Envy ducks a clothesline, then applies the Fujiwara arm bar, which is very impressive. Uh, Genocide rolls Envy over for two, then connects with the knockout knee to pick up the win. Genocide gets the victory. Team Rock and Roll moves on, and Team Pretty is out. So, nice win for Genocide. And our last Your match. Your girl. Your girl. My girl. Big win, finally. She hasn't won the world women's title. By the way, oh, speaking of, I'd like to apologize for something. I can't believe I did this last week either, of all of all things to forget. So last week, I was re-listening to our show, make sure, you know, the quality is good. And uh, I went through the honor roll, or the champions roll, you know, who all the champions are in the NWA. And I went through all of them, and I forgot one. Of all the champions I forget, my favorite of all of them, I constantly call her the world's, uh, the hardest working champion in the NWA, the world men's champion. Yeah, I didn't even catch it myself, so that's... Camille. I totally <laughs> forgot to mention Camille. My bad. She'll kill me. I'd like her to beat me up. Um, so, <laughs> the, so uh, sorry about that. But everybody else is great. And, of course, all the champions. But I forgot to mention Camille, which was not good on my part. All right. Final match of the show and the one that will clinch the other semifinal spot. For Team Rebellion, we have Max the Impaler and Ashley Damboys. And for Team Gold, Natalia Markova and Roxy. Uh, during the interviews, and by the way, Doctor, and I want to mention this when we get to Power. I will say this about the Champion Series. You talk about storylines and such. One thing about the NWA guys and gals, you have to give them credit. Billy is doing a lot of, uh, he's letting them talk. Like when they do these little sit-down interview pieces. Have you noticed that? Um, uh, I kind of like those. It's giving them uh, a platform with which to uh, – a platform with which to uh, um, get out their personality. Yeah, I just – I you liked know? we first started watching and they had, you know, the, the little interview area. You know, the nice little interview area. Right. And- you know, I just felt like there was it gave me that six oh five feel, right? Of of building stuff up, but I mean, this is this is not too bad. I, I mean, definitely that he's letting them their personalities grow and let them kind of do their thing. But um, and I love having a lot of wrestling, but I think the interviews is a big part of it, mm-hmm. and you know, in building up each match or whatever or each championship match or even just building the champions you know and i get you don't want to put the champions on every week but put them on every once in a while right i mean they're on they're just sitting in the crowd and by the way i noticed i noticed uh well i'll mention i'll mention again when we get to power but i meant i noticed that that these this week's power 
there were uh, um, there were actual fans in the in the audience. It wasn't just the wrestlers. You look back a few rows and you see like regular people. So that's a good thing. Yes. All right. So we get in the middle. This was a, a good little hard hard fought match. Uh, Amboys whips Roxy across the ring, then starts ragdolling her. Gets goes for a body slam, but Roxy lands back on her feet. She sends Amboy's face first into the top turnbuckle pad, tags in Markova, who hits some forearm shivers. She drives her knee into the midsection of Impaler. Uh, Markova with a knee lift, delivers a roundhouse kick, then hits a beautiful destruction. Markova kicks Amboy's in the gut, then connects with the sit-out face buster for two. I like Markova. Uh, Impaler comes in, hits a vicious backbreaker, then shrugs off the springboard jawbreaker from Roxy. Impaler tags herself in. Markova uses her feet to create separation, then denies the beautiful destruction. Markova kicks Impaler in the face, then drops them with a tornado DDT for two. Amboys drives her knee into Markova's back. Markova knocks Amboys off the ring apron. Impaler with a choke bomb, uh, which is a nice move. Roxy tags herself in, ducks a clothesline from Impaler, but Impaler plants Roxy with the Western Lariat and picks up the victory. So Max the Impaler, Ashley, Damboys get the win. Team Gold has been eliminated, and Team Pretty has moved on. Interesting. So there you go. So Team Pretty uh, and Team... uh, So, sorry. Team Rock and Roll and Team Rebellion have moved on to the next round. Did I say that right? Yeah. Team Rebellion and Team Rock and Roll have moved on to the semifinals to join... Team Tyrus and Team Great. Okay, not so, bad. Good episode of NWO USA. I think this is smart uh, that that they you kind of for the for the first time since they've debuted the show, they've kind of made NWA USA kind of must watch programming for the NWA because they've included a, a you know a lot of uh, they've included a lot of. Uh, I guess it's a smart way of getting people to watch it, which is yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. It, it, you gotta, it's being used for major things. So they're using it for, for the Champion Series. So there you go. So there's your episode, last Saturday's episode of NWA USA. All right, now we begin the next round. And this Tuesday's episode of Power. Uh, from Skyway Studios, Joe Galley, Velvet Sky, Tim Storm, uh, in kayfabe, he's running NWA USA. In real life, he's, you know, teaching quantum economics or whatever he's teaching. <laughs> uh, so now, Doctor, with the elimination of the other teams, now the, the teams remaining are drafting extra guys. Oh, ho, ho. that adds a wrench into the mix. So now you can kind of sculpt the teams to create, guess what? Storylines. Because yeah. now, guys that you want to have the number one contenders, now you can kind of just shoehorn them in. So each team was able to add a couple of people. So here is the teams now. So you have Team Great, which is Bully Ray, Tom Latimer, Judas, PJ Hawks, Angelina Love, Natalia Markova, Missa Kate and Sal Renaro. Team Tyrus consists of captain, of course, by our world heavyweight champion, Trevor Murdoch. There's a storyline there because Black G's uh, said in an interview he did, was not he thought it was not smart to draft Trevor Murdoch. 
Trevor Murdoch, EC3, Thrillbilly Silas, Carnage, Allison K, Samantha Starr, Kayla Cassidy, and the fucking cockroach, Rolando Freeman. Team Rock and Roll, again, captained by Kerry Morton. Chris Adonis, Dak Draper, Matthew Mims, Mims, Maddie Rinkowski, Alex Taylor, Taya Valkyrie, who doesn't matter now because she's, quote, suspended, Genocide, and Ricky Morton. And then Team Rebellion, Rebellion, is now Odinson, Jax Dane, Colby Carino, Joe Alonzo, Kylan King, Max the Impaler, Ashley Damboys, and Bestia666. Bestia. Bestia. So they added guys. So this should be fun. And gals. So this should be fun. Our opening match. How about this one for a couple of hosses, doctor? A pair of former, you ready? A pair of former NWA World's Heavyweight Champions right here. Trevor Murdoch and Jax Dane. How about yeah. that for slapping meat? You right over there? Sound like you're mixing a drink. Um, <laughs> interesting. I yeah. like, uh, well, yeah, you got the train going by. Uh, so down, 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 to don't, but don't. Big Daddy. Cool. You know, you forget some of these past uh, NWA world champions, though. Well, Jax Dane was world champion pre-Lightning yeah. 1. As a matter of fact, Jax Dane's reign ended at the hands of Tim Storm. Defeated Jax Dane to win the world title. Very interesting. He did. All right. This is a good throwback meat slapper. In the uh, climax, uh, Dane stomps on the right knee of Murdoch, then stomps on his chest. He dumps Murdoch out of the ring, kicks Murdoch in the chest, chokes him with his knee, then another haymaker. He applies the cravate, hammers down on his chest again, then reapplies the cravate. Murdoch refuses to quit. Then with elbows into Dane's midsection to break the hole, Dane hits the Samoan drop, then removes his vest, finally. Dane delivers a running lariat for two, argues with the ref because he doesn't like the count. Murdoch with a gut punch that repeatedly drives Dane face first into the ring post. Uh, Dane avoids the flying bulldog, gets distracted by La Rosa Negra, so she shows up somehow. I thought she was, like, <laughs> spitting up her liver or something. Negra slaps Dane in the face. Of course, Dane, of course, uh, uh, she is on... Uh, um, no, she's not even on Team Tyra. She's on She's on Team Rebel. Well, what is she slapping him for? I don't even know. She's not on any of these teams. I don't even know. Um, Negra slaps Dane in the face. Murdoch hits two haymakers, but then Dane reverses out of the Irish whip from Murdoch. Murdoch clotheslines him, then hits a big boot. Dane decks Murdoch with a back elbow, hits the sky high. He is about to hit the flying bulldog, and the bell rings. In the immortal words of the late, great, 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 Howard Finkel, this match is a draw. Remember you said, hear that at the garden and you'd be like, oh, God. Oh, gosh, another one. So with the draw, both teams get two points. So it's 2-2 two -two between Team Tyrus and Team Rebellion. So a draw. The worst, though, was when the draw in, uh, involved, like, two slackers. Like, Tito Santana versus, uh, like, Greg Valentine, I'll definitely take a draw. Fucking Moondog Rex and Sweet Hansen? Jesus Christ, no. <laughs> You're oh, like, I pulled those two guys out of my ass. <laughs> Jose Luis Rivera. Oh, oh Jesus. D. Jones, Rene, you know. Okay. R or fucking Rene Goulet. All right. So there you go. 
So a draw between Trevor Murdoch and Jack Stain. Each team gets two points. FanDuelBelts.com backslash NWA. The second match is a six-man. Ready for this? A six-man. From Team Great, <clears throat> the team of Bully Ray, Tom Latimer, and Judas. And on Team Rock and Roll, Chris Adonis, Mims, and Dak Draper. There you go. All Mims. right, so. And Mims. Yep. Uh, this was a fun little six-man. You know, everybody kind of does their thing. Crowd was hot. The fact that, the, that there was some, like, regular fans in the crowd was pretty cool. In the nightcap. In the nightcap. In the climax. Why did I say in the nightcap? Is this a doubleheader? What I'd is like this? A boat. <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like a nightcap, yeah. Love. Exciting and new. Uh, Adonis throws haymakers at Bully. Draper repeatedly stomps on Bully's chest, then applies the bear hug. Bully escapes with three sharp elbow strikes. Draper hits a clothesline, tags in Mims. Mims with the Mongolian chop. Bully spears him. Latimer and Draper are tagged in. Latimer with rapid fire haymakers, then launches Adonis over the top rope. Hits a leaping back elbow smash, corner clothesline combo. Look at this, former Strictly Business members fighting. Latimer whips Mims into Draper. Latimer with the force feed trauma to Mims. Latimer ducks a clothesline from Draper, then hits the brighter side of Suffering for two. Mims decks Judas with a back elbow smash. Then Mims transitions into a corner mount, but then Bully puts Mims on his shoulders. Team Great delivers a doomsday device, and then a 3D. And Team Great picks up the win, and what a shock, Mims eats the pin. <laughs> Fucking sad. It is sad. I don't think Mims has won a match in like. I didn't eight think years. that Bully Ray was going to lose this match, did you? No, but I also, but but could anybody else have taken the pin? I mean, Jesus, fucking Mims! I don't think he's won a match in like eight months. Do you uh, like that Doomsday device was used? Uh, I kind of did, and I kind of didn't. You know that finisher is meant for the greatest tag team ever, who are no longer with us, so it should be retired. Anyway, Team Great gets five points out of the gate for the six-man tag victory. Next match, two of my favorites going face-to-face. -face. From Team Tyrus, Allison Kay, and from Team Rebellion, Kylan King. Look at this. One, you have one former world, uh, women's world champion and one uh, that should eventually be a women's world champion. So, um, now... This was a fun match. It is. I love, I, I love it, watching the, the two. The men are very good in this in this company. Yeah, the, I, I I just I love I love uh, I love watching this match. Uh, I love watching both of these. Um, I love watching both of these women wrestle, and against each other is even better. So that's it. They wrestle. Bye. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, what do you slam <laughs> I had a, I had a, I had a line in my head, and then it totally vanished. Kind of pissed. I had a good line, but anyway, uh, fun little match. Uh, K slams King's head on the top turnbuckle pad. We exchange chops. K kicks King in the gut, then drives her face first into the canvas. King blocks the STF. K hits a forearm smash, goes for the Alabama slam. King counters with a sunset flip. King dodges the big boot, then clotheslines the back of K's neck. Some forearm shivers. K reverses out of an Irish whip, then clotheslines, but then King clotheslines K out of the reversal. King slaps K in the chest. Hey. King with a corner clothesline. K 
K sidesteps King into the turnbuckle. King goes for a sunset flip, but K drops her weight on her chest for two. King rocks K with a forearm smash. A lot of forearm smashes in this match. Uh, King with a released German suplex for two. Then King applies a waist lock. K scores the ankle pick. K applies the STF. King blocks the Boston Crab. King with a forearm smash, then a roundhouse kick, an arm drag takedown. King uh, then locks in the crossface, and K taps out. So this is the thing about, about having a Kylan King on your team. She can get you that extra point because she runs her matches with a submission. So six points for Team Rebellion as Kylan King, who I really do think, Doctor, they are building. This might be the one thing Billy is doing right. Uh, They're building her to, to take on Camille, definitely. Exactly. I think Camille, and she's already wrestled her one and a half times because she wrestled her one-on-one at, at uh, she wrestled her one-on-one at Always Ready, and then the triple threat at oh, Tabs 3. But I think she is due for one more shot, and I think she is the one that now will beat. I think she will end Camille's run, but we'll see. Six points for Team La Rebellion. And finally, our last match of the episode, uh, PJ Hawks from Team Great and Alex Taylor from uh, – uh, um, I just their tag team just went in my head and in and out. It'll be gotten. Uh, Alex Taylor. So another fun little junior heavyweight title match here. Uh, about halfway through the match, Taylor punches Hawks, then applies a camel clutch. Hawks rolls Taylor over for one. Taylor hits a double leg takedown. Taylor rains down haymakers, goes for a vertical suplex, but Hawks counters with an inside cradle for two. Taylor with the tilt-a-whirl backbreaker for a two count. Hawks answers with a double leg takedown, then a corner clothesline. Taylor mauls Hawks in the corner, slaps Hawks in the chest, then an Irish whip. Hawks slidesteps Taylor into the turnbuckles, then a belly-to-back suplex. Hawks laying into Taylor. A couple of clotheslines. Hawks ducks a clothesline himself. Uh, then Hawks hits a deadlift vertical suplex for two. Taylor blocks the German, then hits a back elbow smash. Hawks with a single leg takedown. Taylor blocks the Hawks clutch, rakes the eyes, and then connects with the schoolboy roll-up to pick up the victory. So five points for Team Rock Roll. What's that? They love the schoolboy. and They love schoolboy rolls. Yes, that's the whole Owen Hart wave winning matches. Loves that stuff. So uh, Alex Taylor gets the victory. Another one for him. He's won a couple in this uh, champion series. And picks up five points for Team Rock and Roll. So here are the standings after one episode. Team Rebellion with eight. Team Rock and Roll and Team Great with five apiece. And Team Tyrus with two. It would make sense Team Tyrus does not win the champion series because you obviously want somebody on one of the other teams to challenge him for the World's Heavyweight Championship. When could that match be? Uh, so there's your episode of Pewer. Thank you again, Josh Lopez, as always. You're great. Um, I, I, I gotta say, doctor, I understand your storylines, but let's put that in the back pocket for a minute, because this is a storyline. What the storyline is, is that the champion series is going to create number one contender slots for these belts. I know you're looking for, you know, fucking Rick Rude with Cheryl Roberts face on his crotch kind of thing, but. I think we're going to get there, but I think we need to, I think, I think, I think the NWA, I think Billy is attempting to anyway, I don't know if he's doing a good job of it, is attempting to kind of reboot after the whole Nick Aldis debacle. And I feel like Billy's trying to reboot, almost like when, uh, in April of 2000, when uh, Bischoff and, and Vince Russo tried to reset WCW and like strip all the belts. I feel like this is kind of what they're doing. Good spot for the champion series. 
come up with some fresh number one contenders and fresh opponents heading into our next pay-per-view, which we'll discuss in a moment. So what are your thoughts on that? You know, I'm coming around on it. I mean, I think, I think, like you said, you ha- they have to do something. There's so much, they do have a, a pretty big roster. I mean, obviously I know a lot of people from the independents, but um, you can see they're trying to get everybody in by like adding people to the teams. So, um, you know, I'm coming around on it. It's, it's, I just think that after this is over, they need to, you know, now that we're going to be announcing the pay-per-view soon, they got to really start building towards that now. Right. <clears throat> so I think we'll see that in the new year. Um, Cause we have a couple of big shows now coming up uh, in the new year. Uh, obviously the big, the first big one is coming up on Tuesday, January 31st in Knoxville. It is a live episode of um so go on fight tv i think it's at 705 not 605 and we'll have a live power and just to let you know in 20 uh, uh, for podcast purposes that following morning instead of doing a uh a saturday special that saturday after dr g and i are going to do a live or a reaction special for the next morning so we're actually going to have a saturday special uh, on Wednesday, February 1st, to discuss the live power. So that week, there will not be an NWA Saturday special on the 4th. It'll be on the previous Wednesday, the 1st. Because the following week. So it's going to be the NWA Wednesday special? Wednesday special, correct. The reason, Dr. G, is because they announced yesterday, if you're listening to this on thir- Saturday, Christmas Eve, Yesterday, the NWA announced the next pay-per-view. And that next pay-per-view is... Nuff Said. That's the name of the pay-per-view. Nuff Said. Nuff Said. I feel like that's kind of in the the class of When Our Shadows Fall. Not great. But I guess it's better than When Our Shadows Fall. Anyway. uh, Nuff Said. NWA, Nuff Said. It will take place live Saturday night, February 11th, from Tampa, Florida. I don't know where, though. Did you see that, Doctor? Uh, when the NWA posted it, did they did they give a... Uh, I, no, they didn't give a location. They didn't give a location? They have, uh, they could be the old armory where uh, Championship yeah. Wrestling Florida... <laughs> Is that even still standing? Small place, I'm I'm assuming. Is the armory still open? I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. That's a good question. Um Yeah, I I don't know. Let me I'm going to NWA's uh Twitter and see if uh, cuz I I had it open and then uh, why am I not getting, hold on, uh, here we go, breaking news, here it is, uh, let's see, breaking news, the NWA, Nuff Said, live on pay-per-view, coming to you February 11th from Tampa, Florida, tickets and details to be announced soon, stay tuned, 
Hashtag enough said at Tyrus Smash. Hashtag NWA Power NWA Wrestling. So we don't have a site yet. Better hurry up. It's not exactly this. Actually, you're kind of around the corner. Um. So there we go. So that is the big announcement that took place yesterday. The NWA announcing the next pay per view Saturday night, February 11th from Tampa, Florida. Enough said. Which means, Doctor, yep. that. I have a feeling that the Crockett Cup will probably be sometime in late April, early May. Yeah, it still says the venue is yet to be determined everywhere I look online. Yeah. So, what do you think? The old armory? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Is the Tampa armory around? Let's see. Does that mean Dr. G is going to make a big appearance? Challenge the World's Heavyweight Championship? <coughs> I don't know. Temporarily closed, it says. Hmm. That's a bummer. So, uh, that is the big announcement. So, the NWA will have their next pay-per-view Saturday, February 11th. Enough said. And before that, the live episode of Power will be on Tuesday night, January 31st. So, a week and a half before the pay-per-view will be a live Power. So, big couple of weeks there in the NWA, Doctor. Last week of January and the first week of uh, February. Pretty big. Um, so, yeah. So, just to recap, live NWA Power on Tuesday, January 31st. We will be on with a reaction special that following morning. So, there will not be a Saturday special on Saturday the 4th. It'll be on Wednesday the 1st as we recap the live Power. Then the following weekend, we will have a... Uh, preview special for the pay-per-view. Unfortunately, no Twitch feed. And then that uh, Monday morning, we'll give everybody a day to watch the show. Monday morning, the 13th, we will have, uh, Dr. G and I will have your Nuff Said reaction special. So there you go. That'll be in those couple of weeks. So some different scheduling going on uh, over those couple of weeks. So what do you think, uh, Dr.? I love uh, pay-per-view announcements. Tampa, Florida. Still not near us, but they're somewhere else. Somewhere least. different. I mean, obviously, New Orleans was different, too, I guess. But um, they seem to be staying mostly down south. So it will be interesting to see if they'll start migrating up here, uh, up north a little bit mm -hmm. uh, in the next coming year. But I think it's smart to... Move the, you know, do some different pay-per-views. Uh, I think we'll, I mean, you'll probably have the Cracker Cup in the mainstays, but once in a while, just do a different one. We may not totally like the name, but at least it's something different. Well, the fact and that... I requested that, the championship now. Enough is enough now. Enough said. Enough said. Uh, unfortunately, you know, Billy did say that the anniversary shows every August will always be in St. Louis, which is fucking stupid, but... I don't know why he even bothered to do that. But anyway. Um, and then Crockett Cup could be anywhere. But yeah, one of these secondaries, you know, like Ha Tams or whatever they this is called or whatever. They'll have another one maybe in June or July, probably. I don't know. Anyway, uh, it seems like they're trying to do maybe some more pay-per-views. This is actually a pretty good sign for the w for WWE, for the NWA, because this is kind of close for them. I mean, Crockett Cup or uh, – Hard Times was only, what, four weeks ago? 
and now they're already doing one, what? Just about less than two and a half months, which that's a little bit short for them. Because you figure last year, the Crockett Cup was in March. Always Ready was in June. You had NWA 74 in August, and then you had Hot Tams in December. So big gaps between the pay-per-views. But here, you barely have two months. So that's a good sign. Maybe they're adding, maybe they're feeling comfortable about adding more, uh, more pay-per-views. Yeah. Maybe that's where they're making some of their revenue too. So yes. Yeah, that's true too. Uh, all right. That'll do it for this Christmas Eve episode. If you're listening to it right out of the gate of the Saturday special, thanks for joining the doctor and I again, have a Merry Christmas this weekend. Uh, Hanukkah concludes, I think on Monday, um, we may or may not be back next week. (laughs) With a New Year's Eve episode, we may end up taking the week off, and we will be back on. Uh, let me sure I do the math right. Two, three, four. Seven. Yes, it would be Saturday, January seventh. Would be our next uh, episode of the Saturday special if we don't do a show next week. But I'm glad we did one this week. I enjoyed talking with the doctor. I always do. And we had a lot of stuff to talk about. So pay-per-view announcement was a big deal. We, yeah, I, didn't want that, I didn't want to let that linger. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Scott C. Podfather. Follow the doctor on Twitter at Dr. G. PTB. And please follow the brand on Twitter at PTBN Wrestling. Later today, new episode of the uh, Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast with Luke and the guys. And uh, next weekend, we'll have a new episode of Special Relations Pod. Yes, yes, we will. A uh, new episode of Main Event in a couple of weeks and a new po- two new podcasts. Two new podcasts will be premiering in January here on the network. And I'm on one of them. Of course. Well, you say that, but think about how many shows I'm on. Think of how many shows I'm on. Think of how many shows my PIC is on. I'm on one, two, three. Three. I'm on three shows. What are you breaking my fucking balls for? Yeah, shows. I'm on the mothership. I'm on main event. I'm on uh, through the looking glass, which, by the way, I hope everybody listened to this past week's episode of through the looking glass. Dave Hall and I, we did a little mailbag. We took your questions, your scenarios through the looking glass. If we went through the uh, alternate universe with some interesting uh, scenarios and discussions. So please check out this past week's episode. It was a lot of fun. And that's it. Three shows I'm on. That's it. Saturday special. Oh, four, actually. Saturday special, Mothership, main event, and Through the Looking Glass. So this will be my fifth. All right, so, but they're all monthly. Well, most of them are monthly. So. Well, it is my network, so I can do what I want. Tell everybody your new show. It's my party, and I'll cry if I want to. No, uh, I'm going to hold off. Oh. That announcement will be made Uh on the hey, uh, first episode, because it involves one of the guys from main event. It's me and Mr. Willie. I'll say that. Steve, Willie, gonna, and I. You're going to get your step and repeat and make a big yes. I, I am going to get a PTB Wrestling Network step and repeat. Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> it would be pretty cool, right? Well, if you and I ever do a live podcast from one of these fucking shows, I think we need a step and repeat, right? Exactly. I think, I think I think you, you guys are going to have the big contract signing. We are. Steve, Willie, and I are going to sign it in crayon. I'm going to have my $350 million Carlos Correa jersey, and he's going to have his $177 million Dansby Swanson jersey on. <laughs> so, um, anyway, uh, so new podcast with Steve Willie and I. That announcement will be made 
uh, um, on the next episode of Main Event, and a new episode, a new series. It's kind of a of a limited series, almost like Crock and Roll, but it actually uh, I have to give this guy credit. My man Grooney, James Groomberg, one half of the Extreme Resurrection team, is going to be doing a new show, uh, also starting in January. So look out for that as well. So two new shows making their debut on the network in January. So I'm very excited about that. Also, uh, Dr. G, uh, when we do our powers from the coming weeks, I will unveil my retooled top 100 greatest WWE superstars of all time list. We'll do like I always do. Every episode, I will do another 10 wrestlers. Starting uh, from to one. Did you and get I, your work in? I, I moved them around. I did some things you might like. I moved some guys up. I actually moved a couple people down. Um, yeah, I, I had some fun this time around. I enjoyed it very much. So, uh, we'll uh, you and I will go through. Turn in your homework assignment early. I know you like that. No, not really. I haven't handed it in yet. It's not due till next Saturday. <laughs> so, so technically, no, I have not done my homework. I have it. I have it down. I have not put it on the official ballot. But you guys all should. The ballot is on the Facebook page, and uh, get your uh, list in by. One week from tonight. I haven't decided yet what uh, I haven't decided yet what next what this coming year's stretch project is. Somebody kept telling me top 100 women, women's wrestlers. That's a lot. Top 100. There's not there isn't 100 WWE women's wrestlers. Maybe top 50. I don't know. I have to talk to think about something, Dr. G. I'm trying to get some input from everybody. I got to talk to the rest of the network crew. Think about a cool uh, top 100 project. We'll talk. We'll, we'll, let me know what you what you think would be a cool, a year long stretch project. And no, top one hundred Steve Austin matches is not going to work. How about top one hundred tag teams? Well, we did that. Do you think we should retool the tag teams? Interesting. The number one tag team was uh, the Hart Foundation, if I remember correctly, or was it the Hardys? Shit, I don't remember now. <laughs> number- NWA two. No, this was just WWE. We didn't do of all time. This was just this was just WWE. Of all time could be of all time could be very daunting. Very NWA, d- though you could do from you know, you could oh. do the, or WCW. Yeah, like. I mean, but th- but then we would. It's only really twenty years because we did that for the single guys, and that was for matches, and that was eighty-one to oh one. How many tags can you get? Could you do a hundred? I don't know. It'll either be. That might be an idea. Maybe do the revisited tag team because tag teams have changed over the years in the last five years. Or we would do uh, maybe we would do like, uh, you know, uh, top 50 NXT or something. I don't know. I got to think about it. Anyway, get your ballot in by one week from tonight at midnight. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Have a great festive weekend with family and friends. Uh Dr. G and I will maybe talk to you next Saturday, likely talk to you in the new year, two weeks from today on January uh, 7th. I'm Scott. He's the doctor. You're not. Merry Christmas. Ciao. Happy Triple God.